Hey guys, it's John with the John Olson podcast. Forgot what the name of the podcast was these days. And uh, it's been off for a week, got a little sick last week. And this week we have a special guest that we're bringing back, Kristen Dare. You remembered. <laughs> I did, and I actually made it work this time. <laughs> I love it. I've missed that. How you been? Really good. I've, I've missed being your sidekick on this. Well, you're welcome to come on anytime. Yeah, this is fun. I I really did. I missed it. Somebody uh, said something to me the other day about listening to your podcast and missing hearing me on it. And I'm like, I miss it too. Well, you need to come on more often when yeah. you have a chance. Yeah. It's kind of busy season for you right now, isn't yes, it? Yes, it has been crazy with chamber life and, and other things. And so it's been it's been kind of like go, go, go. And it still is go, go, go for a little bit. But I'm I'm looking forward to maybe chilling out a little bit over the summer and having some, some open time. Well, for those of you that don't know, Kristen Dare is the CEO of the Santee Chamber of Commerce. And over the last couple of years, if you're not aware, there have been some um, uh, restrictions, health restrictions on doing outdoor events and, and, and basically having fun and um, doing all the wonderful things that humans like to do together in, in large groups and this weekend on Saturday, the 28th, I think it is. Yes. Uh, is going to be the 14th Santee Street Fair. 14th annual Santee Street Fair back in action. Yes. Awesome. Congratulations. I'm sure Thank that was you. super easy to do since all <laughs> of those vendors have been uh, out of work for two years. And yeah, it's it's been quite the process in, in many capacities. So things we had no idea what we were going to be facing until we started getting there. So we had a couple of other big events um, last month for the chamber of commerce, but they were indoor events. They were held at venues that are um, kind of set, set up for certain things. And and so I, right, you had like the awards night, the business awards yeah, we night did dinner, business awards and community awards, um, you know, so with Saquon and Carlton Oaks and, and people pitching in and helping us host things, I think I really took for granted what it takes to create an event like all outdoors in one spot without a venue in place and all the professional staff that's dedicated to that venue. So, and it's kind of a big deal. Right? Yeah. You're, you're throwing a, a, a little street party for mm-hmm. like, 20 or 30,000 of your closest friends and, in, right. and inviting all your, your, uh, food vendors and, and stuff vendors and yeah, it, rides and games and such. Yeah. It, it ends up being, you know, the, the biggest, um, you know, the, the most highly attended, I would say Santee event of, of the year, um, just because it, it really allows for people to kind of come in and out throughout the day, you know, it goes from 10 AM to 6 PM. So I, I, think we probably average, I don't know, guests being there on site for about two hours or so. Some people stay longer. Some people kind of pop in and walk through and head out. But because it's an all day thing, an eight hour event, it allows for a lot of turnover throughout the day. So yeah, you get tens of thousands of people um, collectively through the day. So it, it's a, it's a pretty big undertaking and, and it has proven to be as such with a, just things are different now. We're in we're in that Poco world kind of, and I'm sure like half the uh, the phone numbers that you have in in your cell phone are not working or transitioned to a new phone system, and you're trying to deal with all finding all of these vendors again and and where they disappeared to and yeah, vent- vendors have been an interesting take, and and then honestly, just 
um, like I said, because you're setting up a street fair, bringing things in to create a space that doesn't usually exist on a street, um, you know, and, and for those who also don't know, John Olson used to be the CEO of the Santee Chamber of Commerce, and he was one of the founding members of this street fair. So, you know, you bring in a lot of things from outside, right? You're dealing with um, like dumpsters and trash cans and portable restrooms and, and sinks, sinks and, and yeah. fences and tents and stages and all, all of the things. infrastructure that people don't see if you do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And like set the bathrooms, you want them to see them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you, you bring in all of these things from outside and, and um, man, just the labor shortages that exist right now are really impacting those types of things. So yeah, it, it's been, it's been kind of hurdle after hurdle. So I'm excited to get to the finish line this weekend and put on something for the, the community that we haven't had in two years. Last time we had, this was 2019. So it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not going out to the desert mm-hmm. this weekend or the river or the, yeah, the river, I'm sorry. Obviously mm-hmm. I'm not the guy going out, <laughs> but uh, if you're going to be in town, uh, you know, in between the trips to the beach, the weather's supposed to be amazing this weekend. Oh yeah. yeah I haven't even looked at the weather yet. That's a good call. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I can't change nope. uh, what I'm doing anyway. Nope. The show I'm, must go on. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be happening with or without perfect weather, but good weather is always a plus. Yeah. Not too hot, not too cold. Kind of like the Goldilocks weather. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, yeah. Just right. Exactly. Just right. Yeah. It's, it's cool. We've had, I mean, over the years we've had like scorching hot heat and then we've had one year where it was actually drizzling the morning of, you know, you got like the May gray and then all of a sudden we're running across the street to Home Depot to buy squeegees to like pull the water off of the stage and things like that. So you kind of get everything. So I, I'm, I'm okay with the Goldilocks, the in-between weather. Yeah. Uh, not too uh, crazy sunny and, and, and. Yeah. Not too we'll windy or cold. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Definitely. So the footprint is, is very similar, right? It's going to be right there on Riverview Parkway between the HD supply building and Barnes and Noble and, and 24 hour fitness right there in Trolley Square. Yep. Yep. Right there on the East side of Trolley Square. Yeah. This is your, basically your original footprint that you guys started back in the day. So we've remained on Riverview Parkway. Um, we're, keeping it restricted to Riverview Parkway so that there's still access through town center Parkway on, on that North side of trolley square and right where the new condos are right over there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's new folks that are living in town over there that weren't there a couple of years ago. Boy, are they going to be surprised. What the hell is this? (laughs) We did notify them. No, 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 no. We did. We did give them fair warning. So hopefully that means the folks that are in town, they can walk over and, and attend for the weekend and check it out. So, um, that's a new, yeah, it's kind of like me throwing them a really nice block party. Um, but yeah, they weren't, they weren't there back in 2019. So a couple of, of changes there. So I, I love that spot though. It seems to just really work well. I don't, I don't know anywhere else in town that we would do this, that nope. it would work the same way. So I think no, you guys kind of nailed it with the location. Yeah. There's nowhere the else that you can close the street and still have access to everything in town. Yeah. So yeah, good job for you guys back in 2009, nailing that location. Because yeah. It's, well, you know. We're smarter it, than we look. Yeah. So it's, it's, it hasn't been broke, so we haven't tried to fix it. So yeah, keeping the street fair in the same location. It It's also nice. I think, um, you know, Trolley Square has been a really good partner. Kimco Realty is the managing partner over there. And they're really good about um, partnering in the, in the sense that they, they know people are coming in and, and parking in their parking lot and then walking over and, and 
that's a wonderful thing. And hopefully what it does too, is it provides a lot of foot traffic for those surrounding businesses who are tenants of Trolley Square for the day. And they get a lot of people coming in and out and, you know, it's, it's weird for all the shopping and all the food that we have at the street fair. Somehow people still do more of it because Trolley Square is so enticing, I think. Yeah. It's kind of cool. You know, we used to do some market research, some, I wouldn't call it like detailed scientific market research, but just some informal market research where we would drop off surveys to mm-hmm. all, all the businesses on Mission Gorge and, and then try to collect as many of those as possible. Cause you know, digital age wasn't quite there yet for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so we would collect all those things up and it was usually, you know, they would rate it in, as one of their busiest weekends yep. of the year and how they saw so many new customers. And so hopefully a lot of those um, the operators of those stores and businesses are, are ready for it. And yeah, same, to take advantage yeah. of it so they can keep their business going. Same thing. We kind of went around and, and did the courtesy notices to all these folks and let them know that, you know, this is coming and this is a little bit of an expectation. And and some of them are are pretty excited, even so much that even though they have their storefront in Trolley Square, they're still purchasing a booth space to come and be on the street which I think is really neat because they don't have to do that. You know, they're really right there and on the backside of this event and they're saying like, no, we want to come in and be part of the event and, and we'll just direct people over to our location just adjacent to the fair. So I think that's really cool that a lot of these people are kind of jumping in and participating in, in that level. So I do think they're seeing it as an opportunity, which we think it is as well. So I'm glad to, to, to get that same kind of feedback going all these years later and having them realize that, yeah, this is a great thing for us. It was surprising to me that like the Jack in a box, I think it's Jack in a box number 22 all the way down by sprouts. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also experienced their busiest weekend of the, of the year huh. back then because it was just so many people coming into town. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you called it sprouts and it took me a minute. I go, ha ha. He's still calling it sprouts. I'm like, wait, no, that is what it's called now. I still call it like Henry's and bonies and, like, oh. and I'm the one that's old in my head about that, but no, you're right. It's oh sprouts. Yeah, yeah. You had me scared for a second there. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like, oh, a pre-senior huh. moment. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that is cool to have a big stretch like that. And, yeah. and again, with it being in trolley square, um, I think we do see folks coming and riding the trolley in super easy. Take that Saquon green line right in and, hop off and, and be right at the fair. Right. So if you're Not at deal the with edge, parking. you can park it uh, weld or wherever you're coming from. The yeah. whole idea originally when the group of us got together to put it together was, was to try to bring people from outside of the community mm. into Santee. And so, you know, we used to do a little thing in the Walmart parking lot, like a craft yeah, show. Business and, expo. Yeah, and that stuff. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so by stretching it out to a street fair and making a bigger audience, we were able to get people to come from Tierra Santa and we got on the news. As a matter of fact, you were on the news this week. Yeah. I did a little KUSI spot in studio on Sunday morning, which was really nice. Very um, cool. Yeah. They were talking about a couple of other street fairs. And I actually thought that they were running like the wrong B roll and, and, <laughs> and doing like a teaser. And I'm like, Oh no, they've got it wrong. They're, they're showing somebody else, but no, it just, um, it's nice to see that a lot of our, um, you know, neighbor chambers are, are doing the same thing and getting these back online. So it's, it's really cool. I yeah. It's hugely important. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm loving it. And, and, and we traditionally are, you know, hosting on the Saturday over Memorial day weekend. And then, you know, our neighbors to the North Vista do their strawberry festival on the Sunday. And, and so we, I feel like there's almost kind of like this cool understanding. Like we both, we, we've got the weekend and, and we share it together, but I'm going to stay on Saturday and Rachel's going to stay on Sunday right. and, and we stay in our lanes, but we're happy to support each other and be excited that, you know, sometimes we share vendors even. 
Sure. I mean, a lot of times the vendors are, um, they're, I don't want to say transient in a bad way, but they, they follow the circuit. Mm-hmm. There's like a, um, a street fair circuit and a county fair circuit. And so if they're going to come, they might not come from Yuma or Northern California to come to the Santee street fair, but they'll come for the Santee street fair and the Vista street fair on the way home. kind right. of Right. Yeah. I'd say we're, we're pretty half and half with vendors. You know, I, I do get a lot of our, our local folks out there too, you know, so I've got members of the chamber and people come down that, you know, it's like, they'll tell me it's still their favorite thing to do. It's our favorite event of the year. You know, we've got, you know, like physique plumbing and it's going to be, you know, Abby and Steve sitting there with their kids all day and working and, and saying hi to their customers or, you know, state farm, James Cassidy. He's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's like, yeah, might have a corporate tent that's setting up, but I'm going to set up next to it and I'm going to do my thing too and say hi to my clients and hopefully meet new ones and things like that. So it's really neat. We, we definitely get, yeah, there, there's a good split on that. So we've got kind of, yeah, like your circuit folks that that's what they do is that they travel around and, and go to these festivals and fairs and they bring their offerings and people love shopping with them and it's wonderful. And then we have our really hyper local guys that like this, this is their jam. They like coming out and being here and shaking hands and kissing babies. It's, it's a cool event. And, and I love what you guys have done with it. You made it, uh, very contemporary, very family friendly. You have a uh, stage with a bunch of dancing kids. Yeah. I mean, Expressions Dance and Movement Center is is so huge now. It's crazy. Um, the owner over there, Darcy, who you know very well, is, uh, you know, also she's got, I think, 650 students dancing with her at this point, which is wild. Crazy. If you think, I know. So, um, yeah, we've got, we've got her taking up a lot of stage time and rightfully so bringing out kids and giving them, you know, uh, it's really cool to have there. There's nothing in town right now that's really dedicated for performing arts. And, you know, and I know the city's moving forward with their arts and entertainment district and and taking public feedback and stuff. But right now it, it feels good to offer a spot for people to come do community performances that maybe otherwise couldn't take place. So, when she's doing things like recitals or stop music school for that matter as well. And, and they're putting on shows for families. They're actually leaving town to host these things. And because there's nowhere to do it in town. Yeah, exactly. Right. There, there, there isn't, there's, there's not a venue that makes sense for them right now. So um, it, it's nice for us to kind of, I, I know it's not ideal. It's not, you know, some perfect, you know, I don't have all the stage lighting and the amphitheater stuff and, you know, everything that they want, but for us to set up a stage and and let the aunties and grandmas and grandpas and neighbors and friends come and enjoy their performance at no additional cost. That's a big deal for us and for the students right now. And it's really neat to see the little kids sitting on the turf in front of the stage for a long time, if not hours, watching their friends and other people in the community dancing on the stage. And I would not be surprised if, if, a lot of the people that are in Darcy's group and in Tim Stomp's group um, at the Stomp School of Music, if, if there a lot of their people didn't um, find out about th- that service in town from the street fair. Sure. I mean, that's always the hopes too, you know, as I'm telling you, there's 650 families dancing with Darcy. She'll, she'll take 650 more if she can, you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and both, Tim and Darcy do a really great job with performing arts in our town and and giving these kids, um, you know, these safe, happy, healthy environments where they really foster growth for, you know, both my kids have gone through both of their studios and and we've loved it. So 
Yeah, it's it's really reciprocal, we hope. You know, we're giving the kids something and giving those businesses something and, and you know, putting on a community show at the same time. So it is kind of one of those feel-good moments when you stop. And and I think you and I had that aha moment when we were working together. In fact, you know, we were paying for uh, two different stages to take place, you know, right? And you pay for these bands to come in and, and play music so that people are hanging out and dancing and enjoying their time. And, you know, we're walking down the street and we go down to the second stage and I'm like, dang, it's cranking down here. What kind of band do they have down here? And I realized it was Tim's music school and it was kids on the stage doing like their little rock performance, you know, group class in the middle of the day. And, and it's packed and you can't even walk past and get through to the next vendors on the other side because it was so jam packed with people. And we just thought, wow, maybe, maybe we're missing an opportunity here, you know? And, and so it was neat this year working a little bit more closely with Darcy from the dance studio. And Tim is chairing this event from the school of music. So, um, collaborating with them and, and augmenting a stage that makes sense for the amount of performers that we're going to have was, was kind of the right thing to do. And so it, it's cool. It's, it feels good to grow something local that, just gives back. Right yeah. Here. So you're not just, just keeping it going. You're growing it, which is awesome that it's, it's a reflection of the community. Yeah. You try to read those trends and you know what, what's hitting well and, and what, what do the people want and giving it to them is, is kind of a fun thing. So, so some of the things that people want, right. You got mm-hmm. Greg, the ride guy back with all his rides, his yeah. carnival rides. Yeah. The carnival ride guy, again, um, somebody that you guys brought in in, in the inception of this. So he's been with the street fair longer than I have, if you think about it. So yeah, I think he's the only consistent person that's been <laughs> at the street fair the whole entire time. Yeah. So the carnival rides are just always an, an easy hit. Um, Brandon, my husband is building a pond in our backyard for a turtle that we won at one of the carnival games. I think Noah won like five years ago. We still have this dang turtle. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so you're going to spend $5,000 on a $6 <laughs> turtle to, to put a little pool, not for the kids. Oh, we have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, but yeah, Turt Reynolds is doing well five, six years later. And Kurt Reynolds. Yeah. That's his name. Do you have a, a toupee for him? <laughs> no. Does he have a cool Trans Am? Mm, no, but I would, Ugh. I would really like to see him in one. No, no, his pond is working out really well, but I, I've loved that. You know, we have, um, something that for me, like that's a really silly memory actually that, you know, Noah's just kind of old enough to be roaming around the fair a little bit on his own. Cause I'm there working and, you know, him passing me by chance through the fair and screaming across the street from me, like, mom, I want a turtle and holding it up all excited. And, you know, now he's 18 and he's not as excited about the turtle anymore and it doesn't live in his room any longer, but it's, it's been something fun. So yeah, I'm excited to have Greg back. Um, well, you're right I at the, the age of the event where um, people that are your age mm-hmm. and younger are going to be using this as a marker. Hey, remember when we went to that street fair when we were in high school and did yeah. XYZ and that kind of thing? It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting at that fun age, you know, and, and for our kids too, like I said, you know, we'll have some of those memories, you know, Noah, you've seen him around helping me, um, he'll volunteer and help me do with setup and different things like that. And he's marking those chuck lines on the street. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of been like my go-to and now our daughter Lola is kind of aging up into that. So she's probably going to get roped in on Friday, set up with me and, you know, pass the torch over to the the next one to help out. But um, yeah, she's at a great age to kind of come with a a couple of friends and give them some cash and let them run around and do, you know, we'll have laser tag up on the North end. 
I'm actually really excited. I haven't had laser tag there in years and we've got a new company in town. It's a husband and wife team that live in Santee and I went to high school with the wife actually. And, and so to have a new chamber member and a Santee business doing something, you know, they're called low key entertainment. I'm excited to have them there for the first time. And low key, or is it like the Thor's brother? L O K I. Okay. Maybe that's pronounced low key. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a Marvel guy, but that might be, I don't know what that means. Might be some connection there. I don't know. I've never seen anything Marvel related, but I know it's a thing. It is (laughs) a thing. Apparently it's got a big following. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. That's kind of like a fun thing, you know, when, when you're able to bring something back in and here we were talking about, Hey, we don't know what vendors are going to be around and who's not going to be around. So I used to have um, a gentleman come in who did inflatables at that North end of the fair. And yeah, during the pandemic sold the business, right. Got rid of it. And so he wasn't available anymore. And then it's just weird how things work out sometimes. And then, you know, you, these guys got in touch with me and kind of found me and I'm like, Hey, we can not just set up a promo booth. How about we set up play, you know, and set a laser tag. Uh, Very cool. And it's a local business. Yeah. Same. Right. And, yeah. and your event is full of local businesses. Yeah. Right? I love it. So um, yeah, again, I think it's kind of like a win-win. We're trying to give some, some fun opportunities to kids, you know, that maybe don't want to do the carnival rides. I, th- I think that's really good for kind of like the 10 and under crowd. And then, you know, laser tag might be a little bit more exciting. They'll do, they'll do some, you know, affordable play on, on, I don't know, probably in like that under $10 range, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so they can come out and they said that they have um, adults playing and teenagers and, and tweens and stuff too. So, I mean, maybe we'll see some families go out there and battle each other even and have like, you know, the moms and dads versus the kids or something fun. So that's cool. My, my son used to, um, he was a vendor for mm-hmm. a while when he was in high school, couldn't yeah. find a job. So he was selling rubber band guns. I remember you telling me that. And one time he was at um, the Kobe swap meet back in the day when yeah. it was a cool thing. It still is cool. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I haven't been in, in years, but he was selling rubber band guns to these kids. And it was like 10 bucks. You got this little yeah. rubber band gun and, and a little, like a pistol mm-hmm. and a couple bags of rubber bands. Yeah. And so he sells them to these kids, thinks nothing of it. About half hour later, this big dad comes back and he's got like red marks all over me. Oh. Are you selling the rubber band guns to my kid? He's like, yeah. Oh, crap. And he's like, oh man, I got to refund all these rubber band guns. He goes, Give me the biggest one you got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get this kid. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I bet Kobe's loved picking those all up from the parking lot. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't invited back for very many. Well, Nick was looking at it as a nickel every rubber band. That's how he ran his yeah. business. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, enough about cool. my son and his little entrepreneurial businesses. Um, what other kind of vendors that are, are, are new to the event? Do you have like... Food vendors? I mean, yeah. that's what I really love to do is, Ooh, is go to the food, food vendors. Yes. Fair, oh. fair food is like something in and of itself. And it's, so it's beyond fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got, you know, you have to have like those traditional things that you see. I think people get excited about like the spiral potatoes and funnel cakes and, and meat uh, on a stick. Yeah. Lola calls it street meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like that kind of stuff. I hope she grows out of that. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. <laughs> so, you know, when you like leave like the Padres game and like they're cooking right there. Or like the goals game. Like yeah. How like are those guys up. legal? I don't ask. They, they have like a little I... mailroom cart with a little hot plate yeah. and they, they got some hot dogs of questionable integrity. Yeah. Bless their hearts. And I go oh, like two or three bucks. Yeah. I don't, I yeah. don't. And I there's don't like, like eight of them. 
yeah, they all seem to do well because they're always back every time. But um, we don't quite have the street meat and like, yeah, rolling cart guys. But we do have we have a lot of food this year. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Yeah. And not all the same vendors. Again, things changed, obviously. Um, Somebody that we used to always have that I loved partnering with was Owl. They had the Sweet Stop trailer. Yeah, the big giant red trailer. Loved him and funnel cakes, you know, and Mm -hmm. and burgers and all this fun stuff. And um, he actually, during the pandemic saw an opportunity to move into a restaurant. So he's no longer doing mobile businesses, which is huge. And then oh it's such a Good cool like, success story. Yeah. So, yeah. so sometimes some of these phone calls, they weren't just, Oh no, I'm so sorry to hear it didn't work out for you. Sometimes it was those phone calls where you're like, wow, like he's really doing well. And he's been able to leverage um, his business into something more during these so, times. Yeah. Which is, I mean, so cool. These so food vendors are nuts. I mean, they work their butts off to, uh, to I don't, provide I don't doubt food it. on the on the event days. Yeah, so um, so we've done a couple of different. You got some things kettle corn food. vendors still. Yeah, same guy Tom, who finest okay. kettle corn coming in. Who's been he's with the guy that's forever. over at the um, farmers market on as well on Wednesdays. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's super great. Um, he's been with us a really long time, so I'm excited to have him back. And partnering with Oaks Tavern Restaurant right here in town. Oh, in no Carlton kidding. Hills Plaza. David's got a, a booth? Yeah. So he's going to come in and he's actually doing um, a deal with us where you can buy online on Santee Street Fair, or excuse me, SanteeChamber.com. Um, you can buy a pre-sale for the beer garden, um, 30 bucks. It's two wristbands and it includes a cheeseburger and fries from David from no Oaks kidding. Tavern. Yeah. Super cool. So he's going to have a little tent there flipping burgers. Yeah, and, and, and he'll surprise. And, yeah, and he'll do more. He'll he'll have um, you know, obviously not like Oaks Tavern's full, you know. Yeah, he's menu. gonna have a limited menu yeah, of, of but, cool items. Yeah, I think he's gonna um pick out a couple of favorites and things that he thinks he can. And do And if on you site. haven't been to Oaks Tavern, oh, you gotta so go. Good. It's it's awesome. So good. The patio so in the great. back is in the backyard, right by Mass Park is is really cool. Yeah, super amazing. So I'm pumped to have him there. I mean, it, it doesn't always seem to translate well when somebody has you know, a restaurant and then they want to do catering. And sometimes people just say, yeah, no, it's not for me. We want to stick with our restaurant and just, you know, kind of keep it local. And we're happy to have those people too, right? Maybe they just want to come and promote their restaurant and do those types of things. So we're, we're happy to kind of see it work out either way, but it's always exciting when you have new opportunities with people like that. Um, do you have a crazy food? Is there something crazy like crazy food? Yeah, like um, somebody like African frying. cuisine. Really? African. Yep. I don't really. Rafiki's foods. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I think that one's kind of cool because I don't see it often. We don't have anything in terms of an establishment in town that serves that type of food. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to offer, um, yeah, some more diverse cuisines. So we've got um, things that range from Italian food to Filipino food to which everyone loves Filipino food out here. I feel like I don't know how there's not a storefront. I, I have no idea. insane because it's because so Because everybody eats so much lumpia during the Guardian Angels yeah. Fall Festival. That's what it is. Um, so, yeah, we've got Italian, Filipino, African food. Um, Do you have like a fried something or other that you shouldn't eat, but you can't not eat there? We've got some like amazing fries, which it looks like it's going to be basically like the idea of loaded nachos, but on on some deep fried French fries and stuff like that. So Very cool. Um, which you would probably remember that family if you remember the name. Ledesmas. Yeah. They used to just be in um mm-hmm. doing Mexican cuisine under Ledesmas, I believe. And mm-hmm. and it's they've switched over. So yeah, some loaded fries and fun stuff. So there's there's a lot and then lots of treats and stuff too, obviously. Um lots of sweet treats. One one of the food trucks just does Belgium waffles, just exclusively. And we've got Okay, so they're like totally 
like the stacked ridiculousness. Yeah. All the sweetness in the world. So if you're not a funnel cake person, but maybe you want to try a waffle, um, and another local business that's coming in, um, called caked, you know, so, uh, Santee, Santee business, you might've seen them. They, they've done, um, some of the, the city of Santee events. I've seen them at like the concerts okay. in the park. So is it a home business or do they have an office somewhere? I think it's just a home-based business right now. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure that they have a storefront. That and they're I've making noticed. some cupcakes or yeah, some craziness? brownies and cakes and cupcakes and stuff. So there's lots Dude. of sweet treats. Yeah. And they yeah. look good too. Um, Do you have like a slushy or a shaved ice? Or oh yeah. Like We've got ice cream. Um, Sorry. Ice cream. Can you tell it's almost lunchtime? Mm, I'm uh, getting hungry. I know. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. Definitely a lot of treats. There's, there's um, like Hawaiian honey cones and different things like that. And so we, we've got a lot, we've got a lot of food on, on deck. And then um, some of those cold treats like that are usually good because we, we do get it. It's a little warm. Yeah. We do get the, the warm weather and all that. So it's nice to kind of cool off with some of that stuff. And then, if you're 21 or over, like I said, you have some really cool treats. We have some cold treats also in a beer garden. So I think we're going to um, see, we're going to see some different stuff out here. I always say beer garden. And then I feel like it's kind of doing it a disservice because it's not just beer. We're stoked. We love having, you know, like our three frogs and our PIB and our local guys out there and burning beard is going to be by. And so we, we do definitely have beer. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have some other stuff too, which is kind of cool. So some other groups are coming in, um, that, that don't always just do beer, which is kind of neat. So we've got like hard seltzers and stuff. Okay. Um, and then do you have any like distilled spirits? Yeah. So, yep. I was going to say next up would be like premixed, um, cocktails that we'll be using, on site, uh, which I really love. And you love these guys too. Copper collar distillery in town. Yes, They do great work. Yeah. So, so we can't just, you know, give, give their spirits out as they are, but they're going to make some cocktails out of like their distilled spirits and, and they have fun with it. They do really good at these, these do really well at these events. They, they have a good time and they have a lot of fun. And, and I think they've really missed being in person with people, you know, just, I don't sure. know the, the face-to-face interactions, it's its like they've got like that bartender syndrome, like they need people to talk to. So not that I would um, encourage it, but is there a way to get like some shaved ice and then pour a little um, of the spirits on it if as long as you stay in the beer garden? Um, you can definitely bring outside food that you purchase into the beer garden and what you do thereafter, if it's all in regulation with the consumption agreements that we have with the ABC, then I don't oh, okay. see why it would matter if you. And I'm sure the rules stuff. are there somewhere if somebody's interested in finding it. Oh yes, okay, yeah, good deal. Yeah, and and we do have rules. I don't I don't even mind sharing the rules. You know, we we can't serve um, over an ounce of distilled spirits at at one time, and and so if you, it's a shot, right? Define one time. Each serving. Gotcha. But, but we are taking, uh, this is something I've never done before and and I'm excited to do next year. It'll be a requirement for these types of events, but, um, all the, the staff and, and our event chair person, we're taking, um, responsible serving courses. Like a serve safe course. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. So, um, you know, we have security there and, and we definitely always try to keep an eye. And I know that the, um, servers are really diligent and the idea sure. isn't just to go there to get hammered never yeah we we want people to enjoy these beverages responsibly of course right. so um but so, you can give your kids a couple bucks they can go do some rides you can hang out have a beer or cocktail or something watch the kid band across the street 
and then hang out a little bit, go get a burger from David. Yeah, lots of stuff to do. So yeah, we're trying to make it a little bit, um, as we always have, it's, it's an all encompassing thing, right? We're trying to find something for everyone in the family. Um, you know, a lot of people end up bringing their dogs out, which I think again, if, if you're a responsible dog owner and you keep your pet leashed and you make sure that there's no accidents and things like that, and it's not going to burn your little puppy paws. Yeah. And all or that. the little booties, would you? Cause that little kid dogs are like dancing on the hot asphalt. Know. So yeah, if you're, if you're able to be a responsible pet owner, you know, I don't think I've ever turned away, um, somebody with a dog because typically the people who bring the dogs have, you know, the well-behaved animals, which is nice. And I think it's always fun to see those guys walking through the fair and kids always get excited with animals, of course. And so, um, so we don't necessarily discourage people bringing their dogs in, bring them into the beer garden and finding some shade for them. And we'll throw some water bowls down for the pups and let them hang out too. So how about the face painting in the bus buskers, all those kinds buskers. of buskers, you know, I didn't reach out to a ton of buskers this year. You're right. Those are like street performers for those who don't know that funny term. Um, uh, you know, like performance artists and things like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. this is really funny, but like Makeup they just stuff. show up. <laughs> they just show <laughs> like up. They just show up. I'm like, they just kind of like manifest somehow. Yeah. Um, they post up on a, on a, a, <laughs> like, a corner and start doing balloon animals or something. <laughs> yeah. I do have, um, again, a guy who's been with us since the inception, Steve Mings. Uh, we've got, you know, a balloon artist coming out who's been there since it seems like the beginning of time. And, um, I don't know, but we, we've had like henna artists come in the past and face painters. Absolutely. Balloon artists. There's, um, folks who do like psychic readings, like tarot card readings, which is kind of fun if you're into that. Um, people selling like crystals and different things. There's lots of shopping. I've seen, um, a lot of vendors sign up who, you know, do sunglasses and accessories like bags and purses for ladies and, um, and people and that make stuff. Um, yep. Handcrafted artists that are coming out. Yeah. A lot, there, there was a good amount I would say of, um, yeah. Crafters that, that are coming out too, which is neat. Like, and, and that could be anything, maybe people who make those tumbler cups, you know, that are personalized, sure. um, to hair bows and then people selling, um, you know, beauty products and just, it's, it's a little bit of everything. Lots of clothing and different things like that. Well, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that it's back. Me too. And for all of the details, other than going to the Santee Chamber website, you can probably check out the magazine that's coming in the mail on Thursday, right? Yeah. Yep. There'll be a magazine coming out or Santee magazine, which I'm excited to have um, at the printers and working its way over to the post office this week. A little more enthusiasm this time. Say it again. It's like, no, it's like this, the, that exhale, that sigh of relief when things are done, you know, that are time check, consuming. Yep, that's che- off the list. Check it off the, the list and yeah, move to the next. So, um, yeah, excited to have that coming out and, and hopefully getting people who are staying in town to come party with us at, in town at the, it's our big block party. It's, it's a fun thing. So it's, it's a lot of work and a really small amount of people who actually do the work. So if you see my office manager, Janae there, you know, give her a hug, <laughs> give her a high five. She's put a lot of time and energy and effort into this with me. And, um, she'd be wearing a vest, um, you know, says, I'm a badass I, on it or something. I would, she probably wouldn't wear it if it has a curse word on it though. Cause she's, oh. she's very well behaved, um, which I appreciate. Well, she's got to offset you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yin, yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. Um, she'll be there. We've got, um, 
Heather Burry Sharpentier, who will be there. And then we've got a couple of key volunteers, Tim Stomp, who runs Stomp Music School, who is our event chair for the for the day. We've got Darcy, who runs the Expressions Dance and Movement. She's running the stages all day, of course. That makes sense. She's pretty good at that, obviously. She's got a little bit of experience there. And then we're also bringing back Clint August, who is a radio MC for uh, KGB, who has been our our host, basically, our event host for again since 2009 so it's that's it's crazy cool. yeah and, cool and he's also a santee guy yeah yeah so it's it's kind of like his one big you know santee event that he does because he's always got a, a million things going on and he's going in a hundred different directions which is great for him but i love that he always 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 says if you want me back i'm, I'm willing to do it but if you don't want me it's okay i understand it's he's so humble and kind and cool about it but we love having him and um, yeah, we're excited to have him there. And he's such a nice guy. I run into him at the coffee corner by pathways, usually every week morning around eight ten. For those who want to fanboy out on him, <laughs> now you know where and how to find but, him. You know, he, he's just the nicest guy. He looks you right in the eye and says, Hey John, how's it going? Good to see you, buddy. Yeah. He's as nice yeah. as he appears to be too. Like, yeah, I know. I know people, you know, kind of have to, he's not doing that. Hey, John, how's it going? he's not doing that. <laughs> yeah, thing. no, he, he really is. That's just nice. an like they're, authentic, nice guy. The whole family is. Yep. His wife, Christy and, and their two boys. Um, you'll probably see them down there and, um, you know, he's got his own motorcycle monkey brand going here in Santee with the, his retail space over there on mission gorge. And so he'll be selling some bagged coffee and things like that too. So it's kind of cool. It's a, it's, it's grown for him even, you know, from just being like the radio guy to having his own business that he's showcasing at the fair too. So it's been neat to watch the evolution of all of this and have it, have it all grow in different, different ways. Well, thank you for being a good steward of the legacy of the St. Chambers street fair. Learn from the best man. Right. Thank you. And thanks for doing everything that you do to make the community a better place. Thank you. So. I really had, um, yeah, a lot. I mean, John brings me on just so I can tell everybody what a great boss he was and how I learned everything from him. Just kidding. He would never, but that, that really is it. You know, I'm, I'm grateful. We've been able to stay friends because we work together and you've taught me so much and I've got, you know, it, it's, I think you guys did a lot of the hard work and, and, you know, when you get to inherit these really amazing events and still get credit for it, it, it feels Sometimes like it's not fair because I didn't start this. I didn't create it, but to keep it going has been like a, a real pleasure. And I, I'm excited to see what you're able to do with the street fair in the next five years and 10 years and how it'll evolve because it's a really, really cool event. And I think a lot of people uh, really enjoy going to the street fair. Yeah. And I appreciate you being open-minded and taking care of it. Yeah. Thanks. That's, it's been, it's been a, personal like favorite of mine. And, and, you know, as we kind of bring it back this year, it, it might not look exactly the same as it's looked in years past, but like you said, it's, it's kind of like this living, breathing thing and, and it, and it evolves from year to year. So I'm excited too. Well, thanks again. We'll see you this Saturday. Check, uh, check the beer garden. I might be posting up on a table or two over there buying some folks some beer. So cool. we'll see you guys soon and have a good one.